this is Karis Ryan and welcome to Teach Me in 20. Each week I'll release a new podcast where I get to speak with awesome people who have something new to teach me that I know nothing about. If, like me, you're naturally curious about everything, this could be the podcast for you. So come along for the ride. It'll only cost you 20 minutes. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Teach Me in 20 with Karis Ryan. Today I'm very excited for our guest. He's worked in corporate photography, he's done weddings, he's worked in nightclubs and he's going to share some tips and tricks with us today. Welcome Ezra. Hi, how are you today? I'm fantastic. I love when people ask how I'm doing. Yeah, I'm great. Well. How are you? Not bad, not bad. I woke up this morning and uh, just... Dis- the cat decided he'd sleep in my head for the first time. Oh, that's always great. So uh, I woke up to just this furry ball of eight kilos. So you had cat ass in you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, awesome. So for people that don't know, you've worked in a range of photography. You've done landscapes. You've now moved into corporate, so doing more people, mm. I guess. How do they all differ? Um, well, landscapes don't talk back to you. <laughs> to start with, um, which is—is is that a good thing? Because you're so, like sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless I do what I want. Know, when they do talk back to you, you got to get kind of a bit worried. They—they <laughs> uh, um, they, they differ in the tense that, like, how you approach them. Okay. Um, it, you know, like you could wander around uh, a place and and try and take a photo for an hour. Right. You might get one photo out of your landscape, and that's you know that's good enough. But if you spend an hour. On a corporate shoot, trying to get like a person's portrait, and you end up with one photo off the end of it. The client's not usually too happy about wasting an hour. Okay, you know they they want something more out of that. How many are they looking? You've given them as options to choose from. <laughs> um, usually it it varies. I mean, it depends on what sort of package they go for as well. Okay. So usually I'll sit down with them first and and sort of decide how many photos that they need for what they're whatever they're doing. Um, and it can range from one photo to a dozen. Okay. Um, I, I was booked for 20 photos on one person um, for, you know, just for a social media and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, just spent the afternoon shooting. Yeah, it was nice. good fun. How long does a shoot like that take? Like for you giving a client, whether uh, you're shooting, you know, people or, you know, there's recently you were shooting food. Yeah, well, I actually really enjoyed that. I loved that, that Photoshop chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I spent a bit of time on that one. Um, How long it, are you there for usually? It, it really depends. It, so it depends on things like outfit changes, locations, um, you know, how many different looks that they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I could do everything within an hour or two at, at the very least, Um Usually set up for me takes about half an hour to an hour because I I like shooting with light. So I I will add strobes and and that sort of thing to my photos. Um, Whereas, you know, when you're doing outfit changes, you could spend a bit of time fussing over what you're wearing next or this and that. So it's nice to have it all planned out. But usually I would tell a client to put aside an hour or two Mm -hmm. at the very least and then go from there. Okay. So with your clients as well, not everyone likes getting their photo taken. I'm sure you've crossed paths with people who are like, oh, no. No, I'm one of them. I completely get it. So Yeah. I, yeah really? You hate your photo getting taken? I don't hate it. I just, I'm generally quite an awkward person. Okay. So if someone points a camera at me, I will pull a face. Right. So you look at my Facebook. I haven't and noticed I, that, actually. And it's all faces. <laughs> so. so what are some of the common issues, I guess, you see people saying they don't want their photo taken? 
Um, or what I, they don't like about themselves in the photo. I, I think that's it. Like they see an image of themselves and it's, it's always that case of when you look at yourself in the mirror, you see something very different to what everyone else sees. Yeah. And so I guess it's my job to convey that other message to you as to what you look like or how, you know, the world might perceive you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a little difficult trying to convince someone that they are beautiful or they are good looking. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that's the fun part of my job is, is bringing that out of a person. That must be nice as well when you're, I mean, you're basically telling everyone you're beautiful. That's, yeah. That's well, it. actually, like, I think that's probably my favorite thing about my job is like when you deliver photos to someone and they go, oh God, that's me. I look amazing. You know, or. Um, I guess you wouldn't get much work if you were telling everyone they were ugly. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can. Now, like in, in terms of banter wise, um, getting like. If you were to tell someone they were ugly in a photo shoot, you could get an emotion out of them. Okay. You know, like they'd scowl or they'd, they'd go, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know, but you can you can pull an emotion out of someone just by saying something. Yeah. And then, yeah. So what are you looking for when you're taking a photo? I'm just trying to get in the head of a photographer and, you know, behind the lens. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, what are you looking for or I guess little cues or um, what are you trying to, like you just said, sort of evoke out of a picture? I, I, I guess, like, in my mind, I've got sort of a, a bank of photos or, or a bank of, like, poses or ideas and things like that. And that so I'm, good. Yeah, yeah, so usually um, I would pre-plan a shoot. I would, you know, go and look at uh, – or it's called storyboarding. Okay. So I would put together a whole bunch of photos and looks and, and things that I, I want to do in my photo shoot. So I would not copy them but use them as inspiration. Yep. And that way, so someone poses a certain way and then all of a sudden I'm like, right, that's what I planned. Shoot that. Right. Um, you know, everything is all set up already. So when, when we did that shoot, you know, um, all the lights were ready. I didn't touch any of the lights. They were all just there and set up. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you're just kind of looking for what you're shooting next. Yeah, awesome. I got to, for everyone listening, got to play model for Ezra, <laughs> which was fun. At a, yeah, in his studio. So that was cool. Photos are on my Instagram. Yes. Um, Ezra Alcantara, I think it's. Yeah. At Ezra Alcantara. At Ezra Alcantara. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I just changed it. So it, oh, okay. It used to be anywhere else. And it, like, it was good when I was traveling. But now that I'm sort of doing more, you know, portraits and, and, and food for that matter, no one really wants to sort of look up. Uh, this obscure Instagram address. <laughs> so, yeah, I've changed it now to uh, Ezra Alcantara. Nice. I mean, it's fitting. It's oh, entrepreneur, self-business. My name, yeah. yeah. Uh, learning to sort of like be proud of my own name and my own branding has, has been a bit of a journey for me. Really? Yeah, I hated my name when I was growing up. Why? Oh, it's just weird. I always wanted to be just normal. See, I. it's funny because I see Ez, the name Ezra as just different and unique and it stands out and, yeah, people are like, oh, that's cool. Like, mm. But it's funny how everyone, yeah, sort of picks, sees well, it, the other side it, usually. It goes back to the mirror um, problem. Yep. You know, like you look at yourself in the mirror and you only see yourself a certain way. I saw, yeah, I read that online because I was, you know, looking up common things people don't like and, mm. yeah, I mean, explain that to people, that whole mirror issue. Well, it's, it's like when you look in the mirror, you might see yourself as too skinny or too fat or... You know, you don't like uh, your nose or something something about yourself. And it happens that the more you obsess over it, the more you look at it, the bigger it gets, okay. the worse it gets. Um, yeah, I, I guess like growing up, no one could pronounce my name. 
so I shied away from it. I always told people, oh, my name's Ez or, you know, I, I think at one point I was called Israel and I never corrected the guy oh. about it. It was weird, but, you know, I, I never really thought much of being proud of who I was. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I get, I say my name and people are like, oh, Carice or Karis or Karen. I'm like, no, no, I didn't even have an N in, say an N in there. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. People just make up whatever they want to make up. It's, all right. Well, you do you. Because <laughs> where does Ezra come from? It's actually a Hebrew name. So my parents are pretty Christian. Uh, they're very, um, they believe in the Bible, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so dad named me Ezra and Rachel, Rachel, which was also out of the Bible. Okay. Rachel's my sister, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did infer that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd make that clear. Um, but yeah, so we just got biblical names growing up. Okay. No, I think it's nice. It's just only, I guess it's like the mirror thing I saw as well was when you take a fo- when you look in the mirror, mm. you see yourself in a certain way. And then from a photographer's perspective, it's flipped. So everyone looks different in a photo. Also. Compared yeah. to what they look, they see themselves in the mirror. So that's why when they see the photo, they go, oh, that's not me. So I do this tricky thing, right? Um, I flip, I'll flip a photo. And if someone looks at it, they go, oh, yeah, that's me. And they recognize that as being them because that's the image they see in the mirror. Yeah. Um, doesn't always work. But, you know, sometimes it, it, it does because that's how people perceive themselves. Yeah. So what are some tips you can give people who don't like their photo being taken? Who You know, you can just be like, Ooh. do this and you cannot take a bad photo. Ooh. Are we talking like head-wise? Are we yeah, talking like, body? Um, or both. Just people who are out socially. I mm. mean, everyone's been to an event where there's a photographer. Mm. Um, let's see. I, extension. I, I, I can't stress that one enough. Oh, what is that? So mean? like if you're standing uh, posing for a photo, like don't don't hunch your shoulders and pull your arms in and, and, and sort of you sound make like yourself dad. smaller. Don't hunch, Karis. Yeah, well, it's like by, <laughs> by squeezing your arms together, your arms get bigger. Okay. So it's a great tip for guys like yeah. if you want to look more muscly. Okay. So you pull your shoulders in, you get nice big biceps. But on, on a chick, when you squeeze your arms in, you look like you've got bingo wings. Right. I mean, it, horses for courses, like if that's what you want, then by all means, do it. You know, if... Um, it, yeah, the other one is extend your arms. You know, create space with your body. Okay. The more space that you can create, the more, I guess, you you occupy the photo. Yeah. And and you kind of you become a part of it. Yeah. Um, you can use angles. So if you're facing straight on to a camera, you you look flat. Mm-hmm. But if you sort of turn on a forty five, you give yourself a bit of dimension in in that photo. Okay. So it, it's the odd thing about technology these days is that when we look at photos we're so used to looking at them on a flat plane that we're always looking for depth in them we're okay. looking for like uh yeah, well depth yeah so we want to see like the light running across a person's shoulders we want to see um i don't know the difference between them and the background have you ever seen a photo of someone uh standing against graffiti and it just looks like a big flat wall yeah so you know uh, you can do that. That works. But we also want to see like how you look against that camera. You, we want to see you, not the wall. So shooting on an angle is better for that. Mm. Okay. Always. Um, I mean, head-wise, forward, down, chin out, it always works quite well. For, so, so if you drop your forehead down and push your chin out just a little bit, 
it, it gives you a jawline. Okay. And it creates like space underneath your jaw. So no double chin. Hopefully. No double chins, yep. nice looking neck. I mean, you've got quite a long neck from, from memory. Giraffe neck, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, by doing that, it gives you sort of dimension. It gives you sort of, it, it, it takes away that double chin that you normally would see in a person. Because that's interesting, chin down or, you know, head down, because most people would think, but, what was that? Just just little Slightly, bits, but yeah. yeah. Like if you if you do it too much, you kind yeah. of Looks look weird. a little weird, yeah. Because I guess most people when they're getting their photo taken, they're always excited and they're like, oh, head up, you know, you mm. know. You know, the worst thing I see um, in a lot of, like, club photography I do is when a person leans back and away from a camera. Okay. So I don't know if yeah, that was on there, but when, when you lean back and away from a camera, it exaggerates your leg and your torso and then shrinks your head, your shoulders. Uh. So by doing that, you look like a thumb. Yeah. Uh, you know, if that's what you want to do, by all means, but it never works. I, I've always taken photos like that. And people look at them and they go, I look terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, let's not do this again. Yep. Let's not pose like that. Let's, you know, change it up a bit. Yeah. Do people change up or are they still like, no, this is my pose. I look sometimes, fire. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's just no convincing people like that yeah. because that's what they want to do. So what about people who, um, at, I'm sure at some stage everyone has to get like corporate shots. That's what we did together. Mm. What are things that people need to make sure they're doing in those? So I guess, yeah, I mean, they need to be well, I guess, well lit, like front on or side on. Um, what makes there's them look different pro? styles of corporate uh, photography. I mean, it, it also depends on, on what you're after in terms of uh, for your, your social media or your LinkedIn profile and that sort of thing. What, what sort of image you want to convey. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing to remember is just to be happy. I mean, there's nothing worse than you go into a shoot like that and you're like, all right, I've got to get this done. I'm wasting my time here because this is not worth anything. But you have to remember that this is your face and this is your image that we're creating. Mm. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter to me because I'll take this photo, send it on to you, and at the end of the day... Um, if you're not happy with it, I'm going to come back and redo it again. Yeah. But if, you know, if, I, I guess if, if you just learn to work together, mm-hmm. you would normally end up with something pretty good. Yeah, nice. So what about weddings? Let's move on to, say, weddings and, I guess, big events. Mm. A lot of people nowadays are opting like, oh, do we need a professional photographer? Yep. You know, I could do it myself. Or people even put, like, Polaroids on, you know, tables. And yep. why... I mean, you've just given some tips then, but like why should people use a pro like you at their event rather than just trying to think they could do it themselves? Okay. Um, all right. Aside from weddings, let's, let's talk about events. Let's treat them both mm. separately. Event photography is not just taking photos of an event and it's not just um, capturing that moment. It's your marketing for your next one. Yeah, good you know, I, I had to try and educate someone about this the other day and she's like, oh, I've got no money for a photographer and, you know, we didn't include it in the budget. And I'm like, do you want to do this event again? Like, do you want to create another one and sell yourself for however many you want to do? And she said, yes. I'm like, well, hire a photographer. Mm. The point of what we do is create marketing material for you. It's not about memories of, of every person that we're photographing there. 
You're like, I don't care about the people. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you think about yeah, why, yeah. why a nightclub would, would spend money having a photographer there every weekend. Mm. And so th- their name is always on the top of your Facebook media profile or your picture or anything like that. But it's so that they're always on the forefront of your memory yeah. of what you're looking at. No, that's fantastic. Um, wedding photography, similar, but uh, they're photos that you'll keep with you for the rest of your life. Hopefully, you know, especially in this digital meter, digital age where data is lost so easily. Mm. Um, I recently lost two hard drives that, that hurt oh, a lot. Oh, no. Um, but the idea is to create memories that you can print on your walls. You know, I mean, you've, it's a lovely picture, right? Yeah. Uh, how, would, how much nicer would that be if that was a picture of you, you know, in your wedding dress on, on your wedding day? Mm. Um, Matt doesn't believe in wedding photos, so <laughs> I, I, well, <laughs> probably saw a topic. But <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we can we can convince our later friends just got a really lovely one put on their wall, and he really liked that. So, mm. but then that's that's exactly that, you know. Like, how many how many of your friends have you walked into a house and gone, "Oh my god, that's that's beautiful." Yeah, you know, and it's that it's that not so much showing off, but it's like. I don't know, showing to people that that's you. Yeah, you know? and exactly. And especially on a wedding, it's the one day where you're going to look the best probably in your life. Mm. So, Well, you spend so much time and so much effort getting everything else ready. Mm. Why not have something there to remember it by? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's, that's, I think, the main point of, of wedding photos is that memory or, you know, those images. Yeah. I still look back at my parents' ones and I'm like, that's what you looked like? Oh. Mm. But, mm. So what, from a business standpoint as well, I see a lot of posts online who are like, oh, I'm looking for a photographer, you know, under however $100 or something. Mm. In all fairness to a photographer, what should they be getting paid, you know, roughly? What do you mean? So, yeah. like, they go to an event, you know, where it might be different for weddings as well because everyone charges more at weddings. Mm. But just so a photographer is getting, you know, it's fair to them because there's also post-production stuff. Yeah. What's a fair price that a photographer should be getting paid at, at, like at a corporate event and, and at a wedding? Oh, um, I don't really can't really comment on, on wedding photography because like that's usually done as a package. Okay. So that's the whole day or a couple of hours covered, and that's sort of that's sort of worked out with the client. But um, event photography, you'd be looking at anywhere between eighty to one hundred twenty dollars an hour. Okay. Um, which includes all your post processing. Yeah. Uh, depending on what you're doing. Um, also, depending on the skill of the photographer as well. Yeah. Um, I when I started, I was charging thirty dollars an hour. Wow. You know, and that was with all my own gear. That was to and from the event. That was everything. Yeah. Including post processing, going home, editing my photos. Yeah. How um, long is that taking as well for people that don't know the work that goes in after the event? Okay, so if we're looking at event photography, you could look at every hour that I'm on the ground shooting the event, I'm probably spending about an hour at home editing as well. Wow. Anywhere from half an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. Depending on how it went. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like we were talking about getting it right in the camera first. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking about getting our computer set up to record this properly. Yeah. And uh, the idea is like if I shot an event and maybe fuck something up along the way and then realize, crap, maybe I can't fix this. So I'll go home and spend all that time trying to get it right in, in post. And that's kind of where it really eats into your time is like you spend all that time trying to claw it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did that recently actually and it just 
blew out like the amount of time I spent editing on these photos. That's so, that must be annoying because you're like, I've done this shoot a little I'm, bit. I'm overseeing these people a on screen bit. a little bit. Um, so, what should people look for for people who are you know about to book an event? And a lot of business when they have an event or they're event planners, they're just they don't know a lot of what they're doing. Mm. They're just trying to wing it as we all are in life. Yep. But yep. what should people be looking for when they're booking a photographer? Are they going on their website, looking at reviews, or should they be asking for a portfolio or past work? Bit of everything. I mean, these days, especially with Facebook, um, people will create a post and be like, hey, you're looking for a photographer. Mm-hmm. And that can uh, incite, you know, send me a DM with your portfolio or link me to your website or your Instagram um, as a photographer, you should have all three. Okay. You should have a portfolio, things that you keep to go, this is me, this is what I do. Um, websites are important. Um, like I'm, I'm currently building mine at the moment. Mine's an absolute mess, ezraelcantra.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, I think having a solid portfolio and having uh, something to show people what you can do is probably the most important thing. Okay. Um, and yeah, by all so means. So make sure they ask for that. So they can see. Yeah, well, yeah. you, you want to see who you're hiring. You mm. want to see if, if their style of photos correlates to what you want for your image or your branding to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to see if they're good for that matter. You know, like I've, I've seen plenty of event photographers who spend money on, on advertising and, and, and ads and all that sort of thing, but when you actually go through what they've shot, awful okay so you know that must be annoying oh it drives me up the wall yeah because you know um these people aren't good at what they do they're just good at the marketing side of things so it's it's a yeah that's an interesting point actually the difference between marketing and having and you know being on the same page as the photographer and the person who's the creative Mm. you know producer out of i guess out of it all well it's yeah it's a it's a bit of a struggle sometimes, but it's it's also keeps me on my toes because yeah. if if I don't, then the job goes to them, not me. Yeah. So, is it possible to take or present a bad photo with all the editing software we have available these days? Um, I want to say no, but yes. Like it, 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 it's not really. I mean, the amount of photo manipulation you can do is, is amazing. Yeah. Um, We've all seen Photoshop. Yeah. Expectation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and well, not just that, but like what you can do in terms of cr- um, combining photos. So suppose, uh, suppose I was, I was doing a photo shoot and someone blinked, but their mouth had the perfect expression I wanted. I could actually like transpose their eyes onto really? the rest of their face and make them look like they had open eyes. My gosh. So yeah, like hey, so then that must be comforting as well because even if people hate getting their photo taken or they reckon they suck on camera, you could be like, babes, I got... I got this. I got, I, I got, I got this. Adobe. Like, <laughs> you're good. I have a Creative Cloud subscription. <laughs> I can do anything with it. Um, what about... Yeah, actually. <laughs> actually. No, I know the amount of effort that goes into editing, you know, so I'm not discrediting that. But what about cameras as well? Because technology has come so far. Massive. And you must have seen so many people over the years go, oh, I'm, you know, I'm now a photographer. And you're like, all right, I've got 10 years in the biz and you have just bought a camera. Uh, look, like, I, a Nikon don't make a photographer. Honestly, when I started, I think that was me though. Okay. So, you know. But 
Don't say that. You've got over 10 years in the biz. Like, Well, no, I mean, like I, when I started, I had like a little mirrorless point and shoot camera and uh, a friend of mine was working for a, a designer and she was like, oh, can you just photograph this event for me? And I'm standing there with this little point and shoot camera, like, you know, I'm so awesome. I'm doing such a great job. And, you know, and, and now I look back and think about it. That was, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, like, I, I've, I've gone to events where I feel like I could shoot them on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, these days, your phones are amazing. But at the same time, camera gear does matter. Um, well, I guess that's what you said before about what separates a pro to just having an amateur as well. It's just, are we headed down the line where the cameras are going to be that good and editing is so easy? Because at the moment, mm. people would see Photoshop and be like, I don't know what, you know, what this is. Is Yeah, I mean, well, what do you think the future... Don't get me wrong, Photoshop can be really intimidating when you first start out with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of what makes, you know, what, what separates you from an amateur to being skilled or even a pro for that matter. Um, I actually just learned, was just learning about the difference between an amateur and a pro. And it's not about, it's not just someone who makes their income solely based on that job. It's someone who lives and breathes it. Whereas, so is that you? Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm still crossing that line between amateur and pro, or maybe I'll, I'll feel like I always am. It's very humble. Well, thank you. <laughs> but um, why do you love it as well? What? Why photography? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I honestly like it was something I picked up by chance, and then realized like how much I really enjoyed it. Um, we were talking about landscape photography earlier. I mean, that's how I started. Um, just you know, being able to create a picture and, and being able to see people's reactions like, looking at it. Yeah. And um, I think that's kind of what drives me is to see how people feel about things is is to see the emotion attached or what a person attaches to it yeah um i i had a friend of mine actually send me a message and says could you please print this out for me and send it to me this this picture means a lot and it was a, a street photo that i'd done maybe about three or four years ago and uh, she turned around to me and she was like that's where the psychiatrist works um, and every time I, I see this photo, it reminds me of every good time that I've ever had there, mm. or all of the struggles I went through, like you know, coming back through that. And uh, it was at that point I realized, like, there is something more to just taking a picture. Mm. You know, there's 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 an emotion that people attach to what they see, and yeah, I I think I, I want to continue creating that. Yeah, that's beautiful. So you, as we said, elzaralcantra.com.au? No, just dot com, com. And also on Instagram. So you've started your own business now. Mm. What advice would you give to budding photographers who want to be in the position that you are? Um, shoot and keep shooting. Um, is it really? It's just practice and practice, it isn't really it? It really is. I mean, uh, this, this sounds really arrogant to say, but when, when I first started, I thought I took the most amazing picture. And I showed to a friend of mine who was a professional photographer at the time and, and said, what do you think of this? What can I do better? And she just said, just keep shooting. Yeah. Just keep taking more photos and, and, and don't stop practicing. And at the time I was like, what? That's not really advice. That, you know, that, that, that doesn't help me. That doesn't tell me anything about this photo. But now that I look back at it, I think 
by practicing so much, I'm I'm able to look at something and critique it based on what I know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in, in terms of a budding photographer, um, find a good group of like advisors uh, or mentors. You know, find someone to teach you. Find someone who can take you under their wing and give you the in and ins and outs. I think realistically, the hard thing about a photography business isn't the photography itself. It's the business side of it. Right. Um, anybody can take pictures these days. I mean, especially with, with all the auto settings in your camera. You can take great pictures off of them. But if you can't run a business, it is something else altogether. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I think, probably the, the best thing. Find someone to teach you how to run a business. Yeah. That's great advice. <laughs> Ezra, this has been very educational. Thank You're you welcome. so much for teaching us all about photography. You're welcome. Thanks See you for la- having me. No worries. See you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Teach Me in 20. If you did, and if you even just learned one thing, make sure you subscribe so each week you can learn something new with me. Bye.